everybody. What is going on? You know what time it is. You're listening to Join the Journey podcast with your host, Emma Daughter. Thanks for joining. I am in the podcast studio with the one and only Dr. Oren Martin. Howdy. Oren, glad to have you back. So good to be back. You know, we are not reading Proverbs in our reading plan, as hopefully everybody listening to this knows. Uh, but however, that said, generally, most of the Proverbs are written by King Solomon. And because we're currently studying him in the reading plan, I feel like now would be a good time to just talk about how the Proverbs fit in to the story of Scripture and what they are. So, Oren, I'm going to let you just take it away. Wow, that's a... Uh... I don't know if you want to do that. I I think I do. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure that's what I do. Yeah. Well, let's let's just let's talk. Let's see okay. where it goes. All right. Let's see um, where it goes. What what I like to tell people, um, because one, I think the storyline of scripture uh, involves God bringing about His kingdom on earth. Mm-hmm. We see that from the beginning in Genesis one and two. We see how that kingdom was ruptured in Genesis three. And then we see the great promise of redemption in Genesis 3.15, where God says that through Eve will come an offspring who will crush the head of the serpent. He will rule mm-hmm. and bring God's kingdom uh, and establish it uh, back to its not just original state, but better state. We see that in a lot of all scripture. Jesus, the, the great king, comes and does that. He does that through his life and death and resurrection. And we see that ultimately fulfilled uh, and perfected in uh, Revelation 21 and 22. And so the question I always get is, okay, then how how do Proverbs fit into that, into the theme of of God's kingdom? And I always say that the Proverbs are the wisdom of a king who couldn't live up to his own ideals. The wisdom of a king who couldn't live up to it. Yeah. So this Hmm. is just the king's wisdom, you know, as as God uh, made Adam and Eve and made them little vice regents, uh, little kings and queens to to rule over the earth. They were to exercise wisdom as they lived in God's world, as they enjoyed God's provision and and exercised dominion as God blessed them and said, be fruitful, multiply, fill the earth, subdue it. Here's everything I've given you for food so you can live and move and have your being and, you know, order God's creation and rule over God's Mm -hmm. creation as they exercise dominion, all those kinds of things. And we, we see in Solomon uh, uh, a further down the road example of that as well. So Solomon really is, is functioning in, in the storyline of the Bible of, uh, of another little Adam uh, whom God raises up uh, to be king over his people. And we, we see great wisdom in Solomon. I mean, so much so that, uh, you know, at one point when, you know, God— uh, establishes kingdoms. Solomon's building the temple. Uh, we see in, in Kings, he's he's dedicating, praying over the temple, uh, and God's you know glory is with his people, and they're finally in the land, in mm-hmm. God's place, under God's rule. The kingdom's here. We see not just that, but the Queen of Sheba is oh, coming yeah. to Solomon. Yes, and so what is that? That's actually a fulfillment of the Abrahamic promise, right? Mm. That God, I'm going to bless you, Abraham, so that. In you, through you, all the families of the earth will be blessed. How how is worldwide blessing going to come to God's people? It's going to come through a child uh, of Abraham, which again links back to the promise of Genesis three fifteen. And so Solomon is is one of those children, one mm-hmm. of those offsprings, that son. And not just has God done all of this right and blessed His people, but through Solomon, God is now blessing the nations. Mm-hmm. Where we see another nation coming to to Solomon and receiving wisdom. Cool. And so we we really see it is cool uh, of just God's redemptive purposes in uh, in establishing His kingdom, and we see this wisdom from a king, and and what wisdom we have in the proverbs. Yeah, um, let me let me ask you a question yeah. about that. The wisdom in the proverbs. So when when we teach about the proverbs to kids, yeah, we often say the proverbs are principles, not promises. Yeah. 
How do you? How does that land with you? Yeah, I, I like it because you know the proverbs is kind of a the genre that it is or the type of literature it is is they're just they're generalized statements that we can't absolutize, mm. right? That's what what you said. How, how did you say it again? They're principles, not promises. Yeah, principles, not promises. So you know, for example, you think of Proverbs twenty two, where it says, "Train up a child in the way he should go, and in the end, they will not depart from it." Mm. So if we absolutize that, we can we can become very frustrated. It's a guarantee. It's a guarantee. If I do this, if A plus B equals C, then if I raise my child up in the, Mm -hmm. then God will, you know. And we just know from from life that's just not true, Mm -hmm. right? But it's generally true, right? As we as we train up our children faithfully uh, according to God's promises and use the wisdom that He's given us to do that, as we proclaim the gospel to them and call them to repentance of faith, that's generally too true. Mm Yet we understand that it's not always true. Cool. Yeah. I see your Bible's open to Psalms. Uh, Were you, yeah. you going to share something from well, Psalms? Well, no, it's interesting. On oh. one page is Psalms, and the next page is Proverbs. Wait, what? What kind of Bible do you have? <laughs> it's a special Bible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what is that Bible? Is it chronological or what? No. Oh, wait, Proverbs what? comes after Psalms. Oh, you're at the end of Psalms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> All right. Um, well, next question. I was question. like, do I have a special Bible? Uh, well, no. From right so. here, from where I'm sitting, it looks like you're just open to the yes. book of Psalms. Like the You're looking at it upside down. Yeah. yeah. Now I see that. Which, here's a, a great, uh, for Join the Journey, uh, folks, don't read the Bible upside down. That's, That's <laughs> a bad way to read it. I, I would recommend reading it right side up. I've learned that lesson the hard way. <laughs> <laughs> This is great. Uh, what are what are some mistakes, some other mistakes people make when studying Proverbs? What are some mistakes that people make when people read? Well, one, I mean, I would just say that again to reiterate, they're generalized statements, mm-hmm. right? We ought not absolutize. Other mistakes would be, I mean, this is just low-hanging fruit here. Um, they're, they're not just human observations about the world, right? Though they are humans' observations about the world, right? Uh, the ant works hard, the sluggard mm-hmm. does not, so on and so forth. But we also understand that that this is God's revelation, mm. right? So God, so God speaks to us through his words and proverbs, and we ought to receive it as, as such, right? And again, that's low-hanging fruit, but I think oftentimes we can just forget, like, God speaks through his word, right? Mm-hmm. And this isn't merely human words about life. It's, it's, as, Second Peter 1 says, God, God by his spirit moving Solomon to write what he wrote such that what he wrote is the very word of God. Mm-hmm. And so to believe and obey this word in the Proverbs is good for us, right? Just as the, right. You know, the first few chapters as the, the father giving advice to his son, that's great. That's gr- great news for us that ultimately this is, this is our, our father through his son, Jesus Christ, who's made a way for us to listen to his words, to believe and receive his words, and to obey his words by his spirit. And so, you know, these, these are great, great words to, to read, to know. You know, it takes wisdom to, to know and apply wisdom. Mm-hmm. You know, you think about even the first couple of verses in Proverbs, the Proverbs of Solomon, the son of David, king of Israel. So again, this is where I get, this is this is wisdom from a king. Uh, to know wisdom and under, uh, instruction, to understand words of insight, to receive instruction and wise dealing and righteousness, justice, and equity, to give prudence to the simple, right? Wisdom to the simple, knowledge and discretion to the youth. And so, you know, even those words to know, to understand, to receive, 
to give uh, wisdom to the simple. Let the wise hear and increase in learning. You know, so we're hearing all of these words, know, understand, Mm -hmm. hear, learn. He says again, to one who understands, to understand the proverb and the saying, uh, the words of the wise and their riddles. Uh, We understand it it takes work and wisdom to understand God's wisdom. So, you know, that, that takes a, a, a life that's, you know, surrendered to the Lord. Uh, as we continually, you know, surrender our minds and hearts and, and lives to God, it, it takes wisdom to do that. So, you know, for example, there, uh, you know, there, there's, there's uh, di- different proverbs in here that, that may seem contradictory. I forget which uh, proverb it is, but it says uh, somewhere, don't answer a fool according to his folly. And then the very next verse says, answer a fool according to his folly. 26.4, maybe? Maybe so. Um, Yeah, I don't know the reference. I just know the word. I just Googled it. There you go. Yeah. So 26.4 and 5, answer not a fool according to his folly, lest you be like him yourself. Answer a fool according to his folly, lest he be wise in his own eyes. Hmm. So it's like, well, which one is it? Yeah. Yeah. What do you do with that? Yeah. Did somebody get knocked on the head and write the opposite thing the very Mm -hmm. next verse? No. It's just this is then this is one of the principles of Proverbs. It takes wisdom to apply wisdom. So in some circumstances, it may be better to answer a fool, hoping that your words will will bring a, 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 a sober him, yeah, or wake, her, wake him or her, right, to repent of sin and to trust in Jesus, right? But other times, it's just not even worth it. You, you just don't don't answer a fool according to his folly because he, he's just so prideful. He's going to seem wise in his own eyes, and, mm-hmm. and there's just Do no point thing. of it, right? Right. But that takes wisdom, mm-hmm. right? So I, you know, I think that proverb comes to mind often because I'm, you know, in conversations. When when should I respond? When should I not respond? And it it, it takes praying and asking the Lord for wisdom. To do that, thankfully, He's given us the spirit, the spirit of wisdom, to help us do that. Absolutely, I think that's a great place to end. We're about out of time. Any final thoughts, or or you feel good? I have one final thought. All right, I'd I, love to hear it. How do we read and understand Proverbs in a lot of the New Testament? Well, we do so uh, understanding, receiving, believing that someone better than Solomon has come. Hmm. Matthew twelve forty two, Jesus says that right. Someone better than Solomon has come, and. The scriptures tell us that Christ has become our wisdom, righteousness, sanctification, and redemption, 1 Corinthians 1.30. So we, we read and, and labor to understand and apply Proverbs uh, because we've been, or in light of being united to the one who is our wisdom, hmm. who has become for us our wisdom, right? What confidence does that, that, that give that we can apply the, the Proverbs in light of the cross of Christ? Uh, and, and Paul will come along and say in Colossians 1, in whom are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge mm-hmm. in Christ. That's good. And so a lot of the gospel, Proverbs has much to say to us. And a lot of the gospel, we can, by trusting in Christ, being united to him in his life and death and resurrection, having the gift of the Holy Spirit, that uh, can live wisely before God. It's really good, Oren. Thank you for being here. Glad to be here. And as always, I'm so glad we're all on this journey reading the Bible together. Hey, we want to thank you for listening and we hope you enjoyed the episode. Did you know that you can help support Join the Journey by rating and reviewing this podcast? And if you're willing, we'd love it if you subscribe because the more you download, the easier it will be for new friends to find the podcast.